Almost, almost, it's <laughs> almost done. What up? Hey, I mean, it will be done when this episode comes out. That's true. Yeah. It will be done. Currently, we're on day twenty-seven. Yes. The day, the day after Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. the Friday of monies, yep. um, as they call it in America. And I'm Kyle. And I'm Tracy. This is fun. Yeah. <laughs> this is fun, Tracy. Good shit. I haven't haven't talked to you. Uh, this actually this is a month that we haven't spoken very much Mm-mm. no so it, it is strange we've only been streaming games on twitch.tv slash the scavengers yeah. network that's legally the only time we're allowed to talk so that's in our contract yep per nano exactly how are how are you oh i'm okay <laughs> so, yeah no i feel that i feel that much uh, no i'm actually doing good life-wise poor very poor i flatlined nano-wise yeah so i I can't remember. Here, I'll look at my statistics. So the last time I really did any writing was November 17th. So for the math incline, that is 10 days ago. Uh, Plus today, I wanted to break 20,000. So I did a little writing uh, before our call. And I'm at (laughs) 20. I thought you were were gonna say you wanted to write 20,000 today. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) so I fucking did. And now I'm at 40,000. I'm on track to finish Nano. No, (laughs) not really. I have uh, 20,000 in 10 words, so. I think so oh, yeah. what happened I'm not really sure I lost a hundred percent all of my motivation to do nano to completely yeah. stop caring I don't know what it was so I'm like I'm just I'm what's the point if I'm not enjoying it I'm not going to do it you know to an extent there's enjoyment in getting the goal and if I don't care about that then you know what's right. the point in getting the goal but anyway yeah. so I'm like you know what I'm gonna do 25,000 words by the end of the month and then in December do another 25,000 so I have something to edit when we start doing our edits. So That's super cool. That I, I yeah. that sounds like a completely reasonable plan. Honestly, Thank you know it's kind of unreasonable writing 50,000 words in a month. <laughs> it's really fucking stupid, isn't it? <laughs> so, all right, so welcome to the one episode of uh, Wet Hot American Moon Juice where we just trash the whole concept. What's up? Nano sucks. This is Who my resignation. This? Good fucking bye. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Good swearing a bye. lot in this one, so that's fun. Um, it's okay. This is uh, the HBO episode yeah. of What Hot American Moon Juice. The After Dark version. The after, I actually feel like I swore a lot whenever I was with James, and I feel like I'm the only <laughs> one that does. <laughs> now no, we're so bringing I'm up the balance. Glad. You're welcome. Yeah. Um, I'm very thankful. But yeah, so that's me. And But I did find uh, after leaving it alone for 10 days, going back to it, it was like, oh, this isn't as bad as I was for some reason thinking it was. And now I feel yeah. a little better about it. And I have more ideas and stuff. So I mean, I feel like honestly this year and just this month by itself, which has been like a 2020 inside 2020. <laughs> yeah. Um, the fact that any of us have accomplished anything, I think is, is incredible. A, a miracle. Yeah agreed that's yeah it's incredible when when was your when was the breaking point for for you that first the first flat line when was your first death my first death tell me about the time you first died probably day four (laughs) no that's fair Uh, that's fair yeah it was election week that i flatlined and then i had that good five thousand word day and then i was working on a little bit and then i just stopped so but yeah no that's completely fair yeah how are you doing though uh, what's uh, funny you say that I am now <laughs> beginning to flatline. I've been running the race so long. It's like, you know how marathon runners, how yeah. 
um, right as they get to the end, that's when their kidneys start to shut down. Yep. Um, my my kidneys are shutting down. <laughs> <laughs> my writing kidneys are shutting down. Um, I I had been really really specific that I wanted to at least get the streak yeah. of writing every day. And I missed Wednesday. Oh my god! And then I missed yesterday. Oh, no. <laughs> so now, now it's snowballing and it's awful. Well, if you miss one day, like what's even the point of doing the rest of the day? <laughs> I know it's awful. Uh, uh, especially when the next day is Thanksgiving. So I'm just like, right. ah, fuck it. Yeah. Don't even care. Um. So I'm currently still sitting at thirty, uh, thirty-eight thousand five hundred and eighty. Is my my total word count? So I need to do almost three thousand words a day, I think, to to catch up. Yeah. Are you? Do you plan to? Is that something you're hoping to? I'm also. I mean, I think one of the reasons why I didn't, I wasn't. I don't know what happened on Wednesday. I think it's because I I didn't have to wake up the next morning, (laughs) and so I stayed up late. And then Mm -hmm. I realized uh, normally I write right before I go to bed because I realized, oh shit, I need to write. (laughs) But if you don't go to bed. (laughs) <laughs> so I didn't go to bed until I was like 1230. I was like, guess I should go to bed. And I went, oh, no. <laughs> um, and I it sucked. Uh, so, yeah, I, I don't I'm so th- oh, another reason why I think I also am, am slowing down right now is because I've kind of been writing this story back to front. Mm-hmm. And it's because I don't know what to do at the front. <laughs> and I'm now at the front. <laughs> so. I'm kind of flatlining with imaginative ways of, yeah. of starting off this story good other than what I, I did start writing, which was just exposition. And that it was literally just paragraph after paragraph of me just writing my That's thoughts good. out. That was it was that was it. And but then I was just like, I need to eventually write the actual beginning of this story mm-hmm. and not just Kyle's thoughts on the matter at like it's a <laughs> blog that I'm I'm running just for this fictional event that's happening. That's how you get so, the ideas out and then can edit yeah. it later yeah well that's what i was talking to james about that is one of the strange things i found with my process this year mm-hmm. whereas last year i was writing a novel that i had already been developing and i already written uh like twenty thousand words of or thirty thousand mm-hmm. words of um and when i came into it 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 kind of sucked because i was trying to delicately to like piece these pieces that i had already mm-hmm. created in and uh, i couldn't do that under the crunch um this year it was so easy to start because i was just like all right, I'm, this is legitimately a first draft. Let's go. <laughs> um, so I feel like now I understand why people are like authors and things are like, no, my first draft would never see the light of day. Right. Like, like I get that now. Yeah. I understand. It's just straight garbage. It has to be. Yeah. In order to get so it out. I think that's my problem is I was always assuming that whenever you sat down to write the book, it was, it had to be the book yep. and it had to be something that was in the book or something. And that's just not, not what's happening right now. So, um, I'm desperately going to try. Mm-hmm. I still haven't written today. It is 9 PM as we're recording. So I'm going to try, I'm at least going to, I need to write some words. Cause that's the problem, yeah. right? Is once you stop one day yep. and then a second day, even to just like, if you can crank out 300 words, it's like, oh, thank God. It's like whenever you're forced to go back to work on Monday and yeah. you're like, I didn't move all weekend. <laughs> it's like, okay, good. At least I can get out and get up. Um, right. Maybe I'm just describing clinical depression. Who knows? Or but, that. Um, one of the two. <laughs> it's just one of those two things. So, um, so yeah. Luckily, actually, I feel like this show has been the antidepressant to my, my writing clinical oh, depression, good. I would say. Yeah. Because yeah. it, it's one of those things that's like motivates me to be like, oh, mm-hmm. shit, I need to write and things like that. That's why I so. wrote 400 words before we recorded. 
Hell yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, it's it's good. Well, I have another friend who I was writing with who he's he's also a teacher. Okay. Um, and he lives in my in my complex, and we wrote together the first week, but then the election happened, mm-hmm. and he he just dropped out, and he was just like, I just I can't focus on it now. We're because he's also teaching in person now, oh, and Jesus. all that's yeah. stressful, and then the election and. Um, all that stuff. And so he was just like, I just, I just had to drop out this year. And I was like, honestly, I would have too. like, I, right. I would not have picked up after election week if I didn't have to do this podcast. <laughs> not if you're teaching like Jesus, that's God, a lot. No, I yeah. cannot imagine. Yeah. Yeah. So, so yeah, it's, it's a lot, but mm-hmm. it's, yeah, it's fascinating to think that this will be out, you know, in after Nano, and I'm interested to see where where both of us are sitting at because it this is this is a horrible time to get a crunch for me because it's the end of the month and <laughs> there's so many days left and I just yeah, 3000 words is a lot, but also it's sometimes right. not. If you can just well, you don't work weekends. So if you can just sit yeah. down Saturday and Sunday, all day. I did do that yeah. one day. I can't remember if I said that on here, but that day I got 5,000 words where I just said a sprint every hour. Oh, yeah. That helped a lot. So, yeah. Maybe that's what I'll try and do tomorrow. Just turn off um, all see, of your I'm phone. already writing off today. You, <laughs> you hear me? hear that in my voice? Like, maybe I'll just do it. Yeah. Well, you could finish it Sunday then. So, how many more words do you need total? Uh, I need like 12,000. <laughs> yep. So, just get 6,000 tomorrow and then 6,000 on <laughs> Sunday. This is how I brain works there's still part of me that's like okay if i just write ten thousand words a day <laughs> i can still finish nano <sighs> well it is strange because it does feel kind of attainable right. whenever you break it down into its base parts of i know if i sprint when i'm feeling good i can write a thousand words right. in you know 30 minutes or 40 minutes so it's like if you multiply, there's that much time in a day yeah, at least exactly. and then you have time for tacos in between <laughs> Taco writing sprint. Taco writing sprint. It's perfect. That's, I'm actually thinking about it now. I may go to Torchies tomorrow and grab some tacos from the Torchies. 15 tacos, 15 writing sprints. Ooh, I mean, that's the best day possible. I Your can last imagine. taco will be terrible, but still a taco. <laughs> but I'll, I'll fucking deserve it, won't I? Yes. I'll just be writing about tacos, I think, at that point. <laughs> All of my inspiration would be taco. How bad you feel about all the tacos you've eaten. <laughs> There'd be a taco crime for sure oh, in the story taking place. Yeah, it's um, it's like I I didn't have time to because uh, I've been trying to re-listen to people's episodes as oh, yeah. as they've uh, been going through this this month, but I didn't have time to do that this week because I ha- I was too busy being thankful. Yeah. Um. So mm-hmm. uh, can you actually remind me again, kind of the the circumstances of your story? Because I know you're not writing. Yeah. Like. A, a, like a magical realism like you were writing last year. Yep. You're kind of doing something different this year, if I remember. Yes, uh, straight up fantasy. And also the other thing was that I had a bye week last week, so I didn't have to record. So in those 10 days where I didn't write anything, I also didn't have to record anything. So that also <laughs> yeah. kind of destroyed my motivation. Um, oh, that's the worst. So yeah, so it's fantasy. It's about, uh, I did... I actually did do some things since I last recorded, but I took um, index cards and I talked to Morgan one night and we just like hashed out our stories, which was really nice. And um, yeah. so I wrote on index cards like scenes. I'm like, okay, so I'll just pick one or two cards every day and I'll just write those scenes until the end of the month. And then that didn't happen. They're sitting on my coffee table, but I thought about it, which counts. Um, counts, yeah. But yeah, so it's just fantasy where there's this tower and there's this woman who's like starting to have these dreams about the tower and then she like 
ends up waking up as like she's leaving for the tower. So like her breaking point is she wakes up in the river and she's like, what the fuck? <laughs> like oh, like God. getting to the tower because of her dream and whatever. So then she goes and seeks it out. And she meets this other woman who's also at the tower. And then they end up going to the castle. And uh, magic has been like outlawed and is a myth and stuff like that. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah I loved that. There's a radioactive magic sun thing. <laughs> Yeah, God, um, I love that so much. I, since I didn't get the chance to say it on the show, that's one of my favorite things when you're explaining your magic system with, I think, James. Yeah. Um, and talking about how it's just like how we get, you know, we, uh, the sun is a source of energy for our solar system <laughs> yep. and everything. And you were like, so magic has an alternate of that that gives magical power. And my first thought was, oh, okay, it's radiation <laughs> because that's what the sun is. And so there's just anti-radiation yep. and that's magic. And everyone and dies by 25 because of all from <laughs> magical radiation. But like it's really fun because of the magic. Yeah. Uh, oh, God, I'm into but it. But yeah, I just wrote a scene where um, I decided there's going to be a lot of symbols and shit like that, like uh, sigils Ooh. and stuff. So my main character has like a pendant necklace and turns out it matches a symbol on the book that this forest witch you haven't watched she-ra so i have a character that's totally just madame raz from she-ra and so she's like this forest witch that's like i have protected this book it was passed down to me i'm its keeper and whatever but i can't read it it's blank and then um she's like the symbol on it matches your necklace and so my main character takes the book and she can read the book and it's a grimoire Ooh. full of spells and I'm excited. Yeah. So yeah, I'm actually a little more excited now since I wrote that stuff. So I haven't, I haven't read a story like that since I think I was in high school. I love that kind of story. Yes. Thank you. Oh, that's so good. So now I really want I to do, finish it. I need you to finish okay. this next month. Thank you. I need it that. Now you've actually got a hard <laughs> deadline. Can you put that in writing or like a plaque or something and send it to me? Yeah. I'll, I'll pay you a penny a word. Yes. Actually, hold on. Let me let me check my math <laughs> there. Will that bankrupt me? Pennies. So what? Yeah. Five hundred bucks. Five hundred bucks. I would write a first draft for five hundred bucks. <laughs> That's a PS Five if you can find it. If you can just send me a PS Five, I will finish the draft of my novel. Deal. We said it in a <laughs> podcast. You don't get a PS Five advance. No. Nope. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> we. Uh, this is legally binding. Uh, yeah. So thank Honestly, you. Honestly, if a literary agent came up to me right now and said, <laughs> Hey, I have, I have a publisher who wants to buy your book. They want to give you an advance. How much do you want? I said, I want a single PlayStation five, please. <laughs> just that's one. all I want. Just the one. Like if you can that's go through the hassle of getting it, cause honestly, that's most of the work, I guess. It is. Yeah. There's a, a, a boy, uh, a boy man here in Houston who I just read the newspaper. He waited 30 hours <laughs> and luckily he was the first in line outside his GameStop and the GameStop had two. Why? So Why even have were, two? <laughs> just, <laughs> just apparently GameStop made this thing where they said a minimum, every store will have a minimum <laughs> of two. There should just be one like centralized GameStop in Kansas that has all the PlayStation 5s. <laughs> And that's where everyone goes. Oh, that's where they go. Yeah, it's Buckwild. I I'm actually I attempted to get a PlayStation Five two different times. Mm -hmm. Whenever it was like Walmart's going live, and I'm like, ooh, let me do something financially reckless. <laughs> um, and I was trying to get them. I was so close, but I'm thinking back. I'm like, I'm so glad I didn't because there's no way I would have gotten anywhere close to right. this number of words if I had a new PlayStation Five. You had the Miles Morales Spider-Man just waiting <laughs> exactly. for you. Yeah. Exactly. That's that's really cool. I I sincerely I'm very excited. I'm very excited that there's a lot of fantasy going yeah. on this year. I'm very excited. You and Morgan's both both your stories are very fantastical and, yeah. and uh very fun. I'm I need you all to write your books since them to me. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, Morgan's um 
when we talked about her plot like she just talked through her story i'm so excited she's got a lot of cool stuff going on too but this is not morgan's episode get out of here morgan (laughs) morgan get out of here (laughs) this is kyle kyle how is what is in your story happening i i've worked my way from back to front and so the back is the cool part which i read i read (laughs) that part like that's the cool part the beginning the only thing i'm doing right now and maybe i'll i'll read an excerpt um of it but i'm trying this new thing because i don't know again how to write the beginning of this book (laughs) like a book so right now i'm writing little um vignettes of the beginning of the breakdown of like everyone starting to die i'm writing like i'm the last thing i wrote was like a a breaking news article that like somebody might have posted on social media type of thing yeah and I think I'll probably also just include like little notifications that I can probably sprinkle throughout the beginning oh, of it. Like emergency alerts kind of thing or. Yeah. Like so that. like because the way that everything is breaking down as far as I think it's going to break down when uh, the apocalypse happened, because, again, there's the 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 figure of death mm-hmm. who is causing this. And in the beginning, it's kind of sneaky uh, little things that kind of randomly happened that maybe disasters mm-hmm. or maybe questionable things um, that don't make sense, like mass suicides that with no real reason why there would be a mass suicide type of thing. Mm-hmm. And um, like Kyle, in your opinion, what would be a good reason for a mass suicide? <laughs> <laughs> There's no good reason for mass suicide. I'm sorry. Continue. Yeah. So no, that's a good point. Um, so yeah, anytime, yeah, anytime. And so situations like that going on and I'm trying to, that's the part I'm struggling with. Am, am I going to begin the beginning of the book from the beginning of, of that, those events, mm-hmm. or am I going to start it from a, uh, from a perspective of like in me, you res he's they're already surviving in, uh, in the empty world. Basically I still haven't decided. So this is kind of a way that I'm procrastinating that decision (laughs) so that I'm writing these because then if, if I decide to write from the beginning, I can still use those. Um, I can use those, those words. And if I decide to write in media res, I can kind of sprinkle that in the beginning of the book as kind of like Mm -hmm. a little in betweener, like I said, kind of like a vignette. Right. So that's, that's what I'm going with right now, but I'm still, I'm kind of struggling to be creative and coming up with, uh, with new ways of, and, and also a way where it obviously escalates Yeah. because I'm trying to create a believable decline that would be kind of written off at first until enough people, there's been enough like death happening where people would start to question it or there'd be like yeah. dark corners of the internet that'd be like, I think uh, the devil and the other be like, I think it's aliens. Yep. And then so there would be a contrasting debate and yeah. things like that. So, um, yeah, so I haven't I haven't really decided, but that that's the that's where I'm at right now. Mm-hmm. And that's where I'm struggling with, which is right. bad. I, I really loved writing this story from the end oh, to the good. beginning, uh, because I tend to always have an ending mm-hmm. when I'm writing a story. And I struggle with filling the middle. I think most people do because it's the biggest part. Right. Um, but uh, but yeah, so I'm finding that much easier to to blow through most of the month this month compared to last year where I was writing largely chronologically. Right. Except for one time where I, I jumped a scene, but then I ended up going back and, and writing it during nano. And uh, and it was more difficult because I kept thinking, OK, I have to write this next thing and then I have to write the next thing. And 
I'm being a lot more, you know, loosey goosey <laughs> with this one. I talk like this now. Fresh with it. What's the news, Style voice. <laughs> exactly. Typewriter noises. So yeah. I I that's where I'm that's where I'm sitting with it. Yeah. I'm anxious to see what, what it looks like in three days. Yeah. Um I don't think the book is gonna be finished, frankly, because I no. still don't know what the uh the beginning is gonna look like. It's right. I feel like there's gonna be a lot more words to come mm-hmm. past the fifty. So yeah. I don't know where we're gonna be at. I may not be editing next month like I thought I might or or in January. Yeah. But um but then I am realizing now that the editing part, because writing a first draft and then editing. Normally I always think of editing as a very easy part for me because as I was writing my drafts for my other, my other stories, they were, I was editing a lot in my brain or I already Mm -hmm. had a very concise outline that I had. So I, I had worked out all the kinks in my story in my head or in the outline. And so the writing was mostly just trying to say the story I'd already come up with. Whereas this one, I'm like coming up with the story on the fly largely. And so I'm like, the editing process is going to be, rewriting a lot of it right and so that is that is intimidating yeah what i've found with like editing and stuff is that i get impatient with the scenes i'm writing so i'll start kind of skipping and summarizing things really shortly and then when i go back it's easier to expand on those and kind of play more with words if i already have the structure so yeah that makes sense I'm doing that a lot with names right now Okay, where I'm, I'm refusing to name a lot of characters <laughs> who are kind of in the background yeah. because I would, I used to spend basically an hour while I'm right. writing, like going on a name generator and then going on like a history of names and m- meanings of names. Cause I'll be like, Ooh, this one character who says three lines and is never heard from again, they're going to have the coolest fucking name or the most cliche name. Yep. <laughs> and, and so I'm like, I'm kind of done with that. Right. Mm-hmm. Where I'm lately just been writing be like, uh, so-and-so, uh, or like head cop or, uh, mangy dog owner. And <laughs> really get a lot of has, words in there. <laughs> that has the benefit of also giving me some more words. Mangy it's dog owner is way better than just Ralph. I mean. <laughs> right. Exactly. But to be fair, Ralph would, uh, make sure that everybody called him Ralph the mangy dog owner. So it's actually less yeah, when you think of true. it that way. You can just do a quick find and replace for that after this. And yeah. Get count. Well, and you got to think too, this is post-apocalypse. Right. People aren't going to go by first names. <laughs> no. We're going to, we're going to go to a new naming convention. Correct. Yes. This is 10 years, a decade. Think of, think of how much we've all changed in this one year. And now imagine 10 years of this. That's think of just how I... humanity will change. I've said this when we do our last of a stream, I would not survive. (laughs) (laughs) I would put the bare minimum effort into surviving and just kind of let fate take me. Okay. Here's the thing. Last of us is a, 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 not a zombie game, but there are infected people who get infected (laughs) and then uh, are undead and then try and eat you and kill you. Not a zombie game. That's an important distinction. Yeah. It's a survival Um, game. Go on. If you were in an infected world, then yeah, you're not going to survive. I'm not going to survive because I'm way too empathetic. I'll be like, I can help you. (laughs) (laughs) I I can save you. Have you seen a bloater, Um, Kyle? Yeah, I'll see a bloater and I'm going to, I'm going to be like, I've seen, I am, I am the legend. I am, I am legend. I'm going to be Will Smith. I'm going to take my blood and save you because I'm the savior. I am the cure. Just blow the fuck up. Yeah. I blow the fuck up. Yep. Um, but in mine, imagine if death were hunting you. Yeah. 
So would you think Target you would survive right on then? my fucking forehead and then stand in my yard? <laughs> like, come get me. I can't live with this anxiety. <laughs> you can put that in as one of your vignettes. I, w- I would be honored. <laughs> Perfect. I'm going to name it Percy. <laughs> There's a dumb ass standing in her yard. It's like right here. Come and get it. <laughs> <laughs> death at the end i'm gonna add in a scene at the end where death is doing a monologue it'll be like i've gone through a lot y'all one time, one time i was in wisconsin there was just this lady sitting on her yard petting her cat and dipping a hunk of cheese in ranch and she just said take me she looked so relieved when i approached <laughs> Oh my god! Oh, that's perfect. Yeah, I'm gonna add that in. May not make the cut. We'll see what my yeah, editor says. Yeah, you know, if death doesn't get me the cheese, will honestly, <laughs> <laughs> one way or another, that's I'm right. not surviving. <laughs> Is that the slogan of Wisconsin? <laughs> yup. It's like uh, Minnesota is is land of a thousand or ten thousand lakes yep. or whatever, <laughs> and just Michigan is like uh, we have a shitload of cars or whatever theirs yep, is probably. Um, and then Wisconsin is <laughs> if death if the if the death if death doesn't get us the cheese will, <laughs> and we're gonna I love, love it. it. Uh, <laughs> we're gonna yeah, love it's it. a lot That's to put perfect. on the license plate, but you know we make it work. Yeah, just make the license plate bigger. Why are they that size? Right. When you think about right. it, exactly. That's valid. I appreciate that. Cool. So, Kyle, do you want to read any excerpts? No. Great. Goodbye. <laughs> I'm kidding. We're, we're done I love here. sharing my work. Good. My good nano yes. work that is a fever dream. We all love hearing. Um, I was thinking of, of reading that, uh, like the, one of the news stories I had interjected, but it's kind of a downer yep. when you really sit and just read through <laughs> it. Um, it's good for building a world, less good for hearing into your ears. On this fun um, podcast that we do. <laughs> Exactly. So I think I'm going to just pick kind of a slice of exposition that I had written mm-hmm. um, again, kind of based around the beginning of, of the end. Um, lots of, of death and accidents. Um, so this is this is still uh, the main character. Uh, one of the main characters, Scott speaking okay. um, and or like recalling kind of what was happening in the beginning. He's talking about how he recently because he'd been kind of traveling across the country and he is now settled um, in Texas where I <laughs> <laughs> let him settle um and uh, corpus christi which is off of the the gulf of mexico so Beautiful. uh that is where i'm gonna start this is where scott was when the deaths began it was not anything unusual at first just a mention on nightly news or a breaking notification on your phone a group of three found dead in quarry cause of death unknown eight drowned in boating accident in gulf of mexico relatives say the victims had never been on a boat before these were sad strange but ultimately acceptable headlines they didn't scare anyone but the explosion at a refinery near Houston did. Nearly six dozen people died in the accident. Well, that's what it was called at first. Accidents had happened before, and all the workers and their families were aware of the risks. But they had never seen a cloud of smoke cover the entire city before. The refinery became a small volcano, spewing its clogging chemicals into the air. And when the flames were snuffed and the dead counted, the requisite investigation began so that the blame could be assigned and protocols enacted. But the investigation couldn't find the source. They didn't find the smoking gun that had started at all. Nothing was faulty or damaged except what had been damaged by the explosion itself. The best they could surmise was that this accident had been the result of worker error. None of the systems showed alarms or unusual readings before the explosion, and police had ruled out any foul play, such as a bomb or explosive device. 
There was a confusing uproar following their report. The oil company didn't want to pay settlements if the victim might have been the one responsible, nor could they create any safety protocols to prevent it from happening again, except for simply retraining all the refinery workers. But an accident without cause quickly became the norm across the country. And Scott remembers exactly where he was when he heard about the Howard House suicides. Every single person he met at the job site or at the bar was talking about it, and every single one of them had an opinion on what really happened. That's where I'm at. High fives. That's where I'm at. Nice. Just nice. creating the end of the world. Just vibing with death. Vibing <laughs> with death. Can that be your title, please? Vibing, vibing with, with death. death. And he's like on the skateboard and like. Yes. No, that's going to be the companion podcast that I do after the release <laughs> of the of the story. And, and we'll have death as the main character on the show. Cool. Awesome. It'll be easy. Excellent. It'll be easy. Uh, do you have anything that you want to share? I know you just talked yeah. about you recently wrote something. You weren't you weren't sure though. So this, I'm really bad at doing names because I'll do the same thing if I don't just pick some like the first thing that comes to mind where I'll sit and yeah. I'll look up stuff. So Carter's like fellow wards of the castle, Garth and Sarn, uh, <laughs> showed them this uh, clearing in the forest that's like a magical hotspot sort of thing. Uh, so okay. Carter and Marlene, the two main characters, returned there. And this is where they meet Gertrude, who's like the Madame Raz of my story that I talked about earlier, the forest witch. Um, okay. Okay, let's see. The existence of this place ran counter to everything we'd ever known. The only similar situation either of us experienced was the pull to the tower, and that felt like a curse instead of a world of wonder the space in the forest did. Carter and I decided to come out here on our own under the pretense of going for a picnic. We didn't have guards specifically set to watch us, but an absence that was too long would be noted. The guise of a picnic should offer us enough time to investigate the clearing. Today the sky was clear, casting bright reflections off the pools of water we were observing. A squirrel bounced off an oversized mushroom and caught what looked like an updraft and shot to the top of a tree. The animals here seemed to understand the workings of this part of the forest and use them to their advantage. I wondered how much trial and error they went through to learn how to interact with the magicality of this place. Carter was perched at the side of one of the pools, observing the life within. It was colorful and deeper than you would expect, but there was a glow coming from the bottom that reflected lightly off Carter's face. I thought about coming back here at night and decided to bring it up to Carter when we left, not wanting to disturb the peace of the moment now. I leaned back and closed my eyes, letting my shoulders and arms rest on the ground. I could feel the sensation that I felt at the tower. Not the pulling, that was different, but the ringing that accompanied it. The feeling after a piano strikes the last note and it's reverberating through the air. I was starting to become more in tune with the sensation and noticed it as we were getting closer to the clearing. It was a charged feeling, making me want to act, but having nothing specifically to do, I put that energy towards observation. The feeling that I now had a word for, however impossible it seemed, magic. The answer that just created more questions. It was undeniable now that the tower was magic and not just some great engineering feat. I'd always privately laughed at people who thought magic built a tower. If magic is real, then why haven't we figured out how to use it? And why are the squirrels in the patch of the forest able to interact with it so harmoniously? A stirring interrupted my thoughts, and I opened my eyes to locate the source of the rustling. Carter stood up, now on alert too. The queen didn't explicitly say we couldn't be here. She won't even acknowledge its existence, but the consequences for being found here weren't good. I was looking at Carter, debating whether I should grab her and just run, when a woman broke through the grass on the other side of the clearing. 
The first thing I noticed about her was the massive woven basket she was holding. It looked like she weaved it from thin strands of rainbow. The second thing I noticed was her wild hair. Totally gray, long, and decorated with small branches, it fluttered around her as if she were submerged underwater. And that's Ooh. it. No, that was really good. I really okay. love, I get like, um, kind of like old like magic story vibes from it. it almost like you know lady of the lake or like arthurian yeah. like tales of magic it's almost like you combined that like the old style like magic tales with like high fantasy it's so good Sweet. that's implying that old like magical tales are not high fantasy but i don't know it's like different <laughs> right it's like i don't know yeah it's like folklore with high fantasy yeah which are different so there's quests in fantasy yeah yeah that's so good i'm into it loving Thank it you. please um, mail me a copy stat. Okay. It's it's printing right now. <laughs> printing. <laughs> Sent it over to Digicopy. It'll be on posters and in your mailbox. <laughs> in your mailbox. In all of our mailboxes, yep. which apparently is the thing. I received an unsolicited book. <laughs> Somebody <laughs> self-published. I don't know how they got my address, which is scary. Wait, what? But like not yeah. someone you know? I think it was through like a sign up I had done done on a, a book festival, oh, okay. and then all of a sudden I had like an unsolicited book nice. that was it was self published though. Oh, and literally whenever I was like, "How the hell did I get this book?" Because there was no explanation yeah. for why this book showed up on my doorstep, and um, and then when I went to like look on the Goodreads, apparently this author he had published stuff before. And then even this book, all the reviews were like one star awful. And a lot of them were, I don't know where, oh, where this guy no. got my address, oh but my it just God. showed up at my home. And within the first few pages, uh, he wrote like, it was like a, the only female character he wrote was just there for sex. And all Oof. the only, they described them with three words. It's like awful. I couldn't read any more of it. I was Oof. like, oh God. So I've, I've, I've kept it. I have it yeah. still just in case I need inspiration. Yeah, to remind you that the confidence this person had to send out this trashy book to people exactly. he doesn't know. And yours is probably <laughs> better than that. <laughs> and to actually print it, like it's not even an right. ebook. Like I have a, it's a printed book. That's expensive. On paper, on dead trees. <laughs> they killed a tree for that. They could have used that tree for other books. Then for Barack Obama's <laughs> memoir. Think of all the trees that wanted to be in his memoir. Oh, what an honor that would be as a tree, though, honestly. I know, right? That's the only thing I want. Any Obama who writes anything, I'll, I'll, <laughs> I would die for their words to be printed on me. Interesting. Well, I hope I hope you get all the words that yep. you want to get out. Me too. I hope you get them out. And I wish the same to you. Thank you. Sir. I'm going to just do... 6,000 words a day. Exactly. It'll and then fine. you're ahead this, for I'm actually next getting, nano. <laughs> yeah, I'm getting deja vu because I'm almost certain I said the exact same thing last year. But I will consider this a win regardless, yeah. even if I don't have 50,000, because I've written almost almost creeping up on double of what I wrote last year That's awesome. for all nano. So. Yeah. Hell yeah. You doubled what I have. It wasn't even a pandemic going on then. Yeah. It, it, are we done? Should we stop? Uh, uh, socials, you know the socials. Just, if you don't follow us already, like it's too late now. What are you even doing? Scavengers Network. Yep. Google it. Google it. I'm <laughs> at the Deal Swarlock on Twitter, and I'm at Kyle the Turner. And that's da da da. And da. you've been watching Disney Channel. That was all Mickey Mouse ears. Okay, bye. <laughs> bye. <laughs>
Wham Juice is a proud member of the Scavengers Network. All of the authors on this show are part of other projects on the Scavengers Network, with the exception of Kyle, but he's new here and uh, we haven't finished the hazing process yet. If you want to go find out about all the other shows on the network, go to scavengersnetwork.com and just take it all in. The Scavengers Network. Creator-driven. Community-focused. Treasured content. Hello and welcome to FMK All Day. I'm Erin. And I'm Elizabeth. And on this show, we play no holds barred f*** Mary Kill. <laughs> yes, it's true. Only we don't bleep out the bad words. No regrets. Each episode is under 15 minutes and you can find us on the Scavengers Network and wherever you like to get your podcasts.